This is Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood. We're spilling exclusive Housewives gossip with a Bravo celebrity or Superman each week to give you behind-the-scenes secrets and access to drama that you didn't see on TV. Get your glasses ready. Welcome back to another episode of Housewives Nightcap. Emily, we're back, baby. We made it to episode two. We have two great guests for you guys today. Two Vanderpump Rules ladies giving us the tea. And then, of course, we're welcoming one of our very good friends, Zach Peter. Hey, Zach. Hey, guys. Congrats on the new podcast. I love the logo. The graphics, you're killing it already. Tan is popping. Like, you guys <laughs> just always kill it. Tan is popping. Well, Zach, we have so much to talk about today. We want your insight on all things Bravo. And I feel like a lot of things are happening, especially a couple weeks out from BravoCon. First things first, Roni, the season ended. We're gearing up for the reunion. What are your overall thoughts on the Roni reboot now that it's done? Yeah, I remember talking to Emily right at the start of the season and everybody was like hyping it and she was hyping Jenna Lyons. Um, and I was like, I'm going to ride the season out and see where this goes and see what my fully baked opinion would be. And I'm happy that now we're at the finale and now I can share my fully baked opinion. I think that Roni, it's it's fine. It's cute. It's not housewives. Um, I like that we get like more rich like backstories on these women. It's fine. It's nice. I'd give it a solid B minus. We have some levity. We have, I love the rich stories that we get from each of the women. I think a solid B minus is fair. When you take the fashion, the fashion was great. We had some good moments. Do I think yeah. that these ladies were 10-10? Not quite yet. But listen, it's just the first season. We're shaking up the housewives model. Like we're mixing things up. So I feel like there's potential to see where this could go. But at least for right now, I feel like, yeah. you know, it, it, it was a solid B minus. Do you hope Jenna comes back? Yeah. No. Oh. Oh, no. Ooh. I don't think, listen, I like Jenna Lyons and she's quirky and she's interesting, but like, I don't think that Jenna brought enough to the show. Um, I just think she's not like, you can tell, like, she's like Mary Cosby. Like she doesn't want to be here. Like she's not interested. She came to promote her lashes and all her influencer deals and good for her. But you know, I just, she was fun for one season, but I think even watching her on watch what happens live after the finale, like you can just kind of tell that like she and Andy both kind of already know that she's probably not going to come back for another season. And I just don't think reality TV is her vehicle, you know? Well, she's not even going to BravoCon. So I feel like that yeah. is a sign in itself. Which I just want to say, I predicted this back in July. I feel vindicated because I'm <laughs> always right. Wait, speaking of Roni and Roni alums, we have Tinsley Mortimer sparking engagement rumors and maybe she's getting married like very soon. She made her return to Instagram over the weekend. She posted with what we think is her fiance and what we think is his kids. Zach, yeah. what, do you have an inside scoop on this or anything that you can tell us? I wish I did. I was just as shocked when I saw it. I was like, wait, I thought she was trying to get back with Scott for the 14th time. Um, <laughs> so I listen, she looks happy. She looks good. Um, I think she's, you know, she's always wanted to kind of have a family. So I think she's willing to embrace being a stepmom. You know, good for her. I'm happy for her. It's very Bryn, right? Bryn's like, find yourself a rich man, lock him down. And it seems like Tinsley did just that. And thank God it's not Scott. I was happy to see that he had kids because like you said, she always wanted a family. 
flashback to that scene when her and her mom were crying about the eggs. It was like a lot. So I'm really happy to see Tinsley coming out of the woodwork with some kids. Moving on to RHOC, it is over. Oh my God, that reunion, you guys. I really struggled. Who needs to be cast next year? Do you think Tamara saved the show? She definitely brought a new life to the show. I think her and Jen both brought something new to the show. Like Tamara really pushed the women to step up, right? Emily, I think, finally stepped up. We got a little more out of Gina. You know, bless her heart. I think we can let her go now. You know, she got her wants Gina gone. And I actually disagree. Yeah, I disagree. You want Gina gone too. Why does everyone want Gina gone? I don't know. I'm just not interested in her. Like, what we're watching her bake cookies to try and sell homes that are, you know, she's trying to be a realtor. What happened to her her skincare line? Like, I just, I don't know. She's not interesting to me. She was interesting, like, when she first came and she was like a ragamuffin and she had the bad hair extensions and her life was a hot mess. That was interesting. Now I'm just like, okay, she's doing fine. She looks great, though. My God, she looked incredible at the reunion. That reunion, those looks, you guys, like, I'm sorry. I am normally there to hype my girls up, but I struggled big time. I thought Gina looked the best. Heather as well looked good. But the ensemble together of those looks, I mean, I was was into the neon. I loved the neon vibe. I loved the beach. I was actually kind of into it. It was one of the least, I mean, (laughs) the the New York ladies, those looks were a little rough. Underwhelming. Yeah, Jenna with the pants, the jeans, which I get. I mean, she's effortlessly cool, but I do agree with Emily. I think I think both of us saw those reunion photos and we were like, what <laughs> is this? I'm traumatized by those reunion. I, I truly here's the thing. I agree with you, Zach, on Jen. I was not, I was like, who is this girl? Like she's who is Ryan? Like, this is sounds so messy. But then as the season went on i really grew to like jen and then i met her in person and she's like one of the nicest housewives i've ever met and you could tell that she was very authentic and yes tamara she had pressure coming back she had to deliver but i think with gina is gina will come back next season because of shannon's dui and that is the only reason because now you're gonna have gina feeling vindicated and that's going to be a whole storyline. I actually don't think Gina will come in vindicated. I think she'll come in and be like, see, Shannon, I'm the opposite of you. And I'm going to help you through this because I've been through this. Ooh. And she's going to try to get the good housewife better. But then that's boring. Listen, Gina's not going to come in and get up in Shannon's face. As much as I would love for Gina to get messy, and I hope she does kind of get a little messy, I just don't think Gina will go there. Maybe Emily will. It's. I'm interested to see how Shan- like if Shannon will go to BravoCon or, and what that whole... She's still doing her Trace Amica shows. Of course she's oh, going to BravoCon. That is true. She can't wait to whoop it up. I want Vicky back. Both Emily and I agree. We want Vicky back. We want a girl back. I like Vicky as a friend of. I think Vicky is a great friend because she can be fun. She can stir the pot. She can get in the mix. But like how much more of Vicky's life? Like how do we need more insurance company stuff? Like I hear you. I just find Vicky so entertaining. Like she just forever will be entertaining to me. Just her by her facial expressions. I'm like, she could be like Marisol and, and Adriana on Miami. Like they're not full time, but they're in every episode. Like they bring a lot, but we don't get much of their personal lives on the show, which is still weird that we haven't given them mojitos, but like they've been carrying the show for the past two now going into three seasons. I wonder if it's, on them and they don't want to go full-time because i've wondered that too like why that would make sense 
Yeah. And maybe they're like, we don't want the responsibility of being full-time, but then it's also like, give me the money of being full-time. Uh, yeah. You can make, right. make me full-time. You right. know, but you have to love a good housewife that's like, you know what? I don't care. I will come in. I'll film all my scenes. Um, I just, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be on camera. Honestly, that is very true. Well, speaking of other housewife franchises, we have Beverly Hills coming up. We have Miami coming up. We have Potomac coming up. We are going to be so booked and busy watching all these shows. Which franchise city are you most looking forward to watching this season? Definitely Beverly Hills. I'm so, like, yeah. I was, I was worried about losing Rena and whether or not the cast would be kind of boring. And I hear that there are a lot of like boring moments, but we did get a really good trailer that gives me a little bit of, like, I cannot wait to see Denise Richards slur her way in, you know, wanting to pick a fight with Eric. Like, I cannot wait to watch that. I normally don't love Denise and don't think we need to bring her back, but there's nothing more that I love than a Casamigos reposado Denise Richards just stumbling on in. Potomac doesn't look, I love Potomac, but this season, like, the trailer, nothing in that was interesting to me, um, except for, like, maybe the Mia and Gordon stuff, because now we know that they are divorced, now Gordon's getting messy, but this is all happening outside and now we have like the chris bassett cheating rumors that have come out so i don't know if any of that stuff is actually going to be on the show we're getting all of this mess after the trailers come out which is why i think bravo needs to just tighten the window a little bit of when we film and when we release like scandal was great because right. we were getting in real time right um, and miami looks good too i love miami i love my miami ladies they're back on bravo baby and it's gonna be so good i'm excited to see larsa and her relationship with Michael Jordan's son, I just find it fascinating. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And I don't well, now we get to watch them on the traders together. That's weird. Oh, right. They're kind of doing the most. Wait until it all comes tumbling down. Well, as you said, you're never wrong. So, All right, Zach, we have to talk about your moment. You were featured in Real Houses of Beverly Hills. What do you think is really going on with Kyla Mauricio? Or do you know what's going on, Zach? And ah. are sworn to secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, you may see a bit of me this season. Um, I, when it comes to Kyla and Mauricio, I think Kyle is going through this like identity or maybe not an identity she's going through like a metamorphosis right she's getting yeah. older her kids are getting older they're all leaving the house she knows that her time on beverly hills is coming to an end soon you know i think at some point whether it's going to be this season or next season like i just think she's kind of done with the show like she's ready to like move on to something else she's done it for since season one you know she's the only og that's been on it consistently and she's been through a lot on it i think last season was really hard with all the stuff with kathy um that i just don't know how much energy she has left and her to keep showing up and doing the show so i think she sees her time on beverly hills ending she sees her kids growing up and leaving she sees mauricio booked and busy with the agency so she's like let me quit drinking let me try to tune in and you know figure out who i am now that i have to kind of you know figure out who i am because i'm alone a lot more like on her own because mauricio's working and the girls are grown so i think you know, she is realizing that maybe she was never emotionally fulfilled in her marriage. Because mm. if you think about it, when you look at all of the seasons of Beverly Hills, we don't really see much 
friction or conflict between Kyle and Mauricio. It's always very surface. And I think maybe that's how their relationship has always been. Maybe it has been very surface for a very long time. So when Allison, the the psychic, came to the dinner party from Helen, she's like, I think Kyle is not emotionally fulfilled by Mauricio and he's never going to emotionally fulfill her. And she said, one day the kids are going to be grown and it's finally going to hit her. And now I think that's where we're at. I mean, she is a psychic after all. That makes complete sense. Because I think when I first saw it, I was just worried that... Kyle needed a storyline. Kathy's gone. Lisa's gone. She needed something to carry the show. But now it does seem like, look, it is actually very real. They're both done. They're both checked out. They're both ready to move on. I just think it's not going to be an easy transition. They have a lot of assets. They have a lot of money. They have the kids. But listen, Kyle's over there with Morgan Wade. She's making, you know, the documentary that I'm sure everybody's on the edge of their seats just waiting to watch about Morgan. I'm going to make you love me. So I just feel like, listen, she's doing, sure. Is it a love story? I don't know. It's a a strange documentary. Like, who was like, oh, yeah, let's pick this random country singer and let's make a documentary about her life. That's going to be interesting. I'm a country music fan. And so I stay pretty much pretty up to date. Oh, so you you like, I'm going to make you love me? Well, so I cover all the, like, I cover a lot of country. And I have to say, I had... I had maybe lightly heard of her before this Kyle Richards scandal. It's interesting that there is going to be a documentary because I'm not sure that there is that much public interest in her aside from. Now people want to know because they're like, why do you have a tattoo of Morgan on your, you know, her initial, she has your initial on her arm or whatever. Like it's, it's very interesting. I'm very curious about this. I mean, I think Kyle said that like she and Teddy have matching tattoos, but still it's just, there's something off about it that why I'm do i feel like by. why do i feel like we're all gonna watch the whole season of real housewives beverly hills and we're gonna do this another podcast in four months and we're gonna still be confused if this is a relationship or not i think they don't even know i think to them it's also <laughs> a confusing situation the only one confused or not confused seems to be mauricio but i just i don't even think he's engaged he's like okay kyle's busy i'm gonna go you know dance Dance with like that's also weird. Why is Mauricio Umansky on Dancing with the Stars? Well, they called Kyle probably, and Kyle was yeah, they, I ca- heard they, they called husband called by fans. Said, yeah, Mauricio confirmed that they did want Kyle to do it as well. But yeah, and so he was like, she was like, get him off my hands. But Zach, okay, tell everyone where to find you and everything because we always appreciate your inside scoop. But you do this daily, so Zach walks so we could run. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, I have a podcast, No Filter with Zach Peter. Uh, we release episodes uh, daily, stream it live on YouTube in the mornings, and then it's immediately uploaded onto the podcast. I'm also on Instagram at No Filter with Zach, so you can keep up with the latest there. I'm always getting the hot scoop from Lauren and Emily. So when they're reporting on it, then I go and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So you can keep up with me there. I'm also doing, if anybody's in LA, I'm doing a live show at the Bourbon Room. Emily was in my last show in New York. We did it with Megan King. Um, So I'm going to be at the Bourbon Room in Los Angeles on November 19th for a Friendsgiving show. And we have a lot of reality stars and maybe some Bravo Labs that are going to be in the show. So going to be fun. Thanks again for giving us all your hot takes. So guys, keep listening because now we have two ladies from Vanderpump Rules, Lala and Sheena. They're going to give us all the details, but let's preference this. We got to tell the viewers out there, Emily, that we really couldn't ask a lot about Scandaval, which sucks, but we did get... (laughs) 
<laughs> we did so ladylike, Lauren, which is dogs. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lauren said it for you, but uh, we listen. They wanted to see it for the show, and we get it. But we did get some, and so keep listening because you will be surprised. We are so excited to have you guys both on. This is our second podcast. So I know you guys aren't housewives because it's called Housewives Nightcap, but we love both your podcasts and we just felt it so fitting to have the Vanderpump Podcast Queens on. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Thanks for having us. You guys just had a girls trip in Vegas. The babies looked so beautiful and so cute. Are they just naturally besties? Yeah. I mean, we've had them together since they were just a few weeks old. So they have been best friends from birth. And I mean, they get along so well, but then they have a little fight like a sister and, you know, she stole my toy and I want your iPad, but they're just the best of friends. It is so adorable to watch them go through life together. And then we have Lala and I are best friends. Our moms are best friends. I mean, it's just a perfect scenario. It's a very deep rooted um, structure now. It's so funny because when you were saying like, they're like, oh, that's my crayon. It's like kind of sounds like their mom's back in the day. But now you guys seem to be so close. And I love I love it. Yeah, Sheena's Sheena's the type of mom where she's like, I'm going to get them another one so they each have one. And I'm the mom that's like, no, if they can't share, no one gets it. Lala gets the toy. (laughs) <laughs> I have two or three of everything between Marina and Palm Springs. It's like, I got Summer this rocking unicorn horse. So I'm like, well, we, I got to get Ocean a horse, but I'll get them different ones. So they still have the same thing, but it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. I know a lot of fans love that you guys are so close because you guys have had your ups and downs through the years. So what really brought you guys together? I think it was the kids. I think yeah. I, everyone saw season nine where we kind of came to a crossroads of are we going to continue down this road of friendship or are we going to abort mission? And it. I don't want to say that I'm only friends with Sheena because of our children because that's not the case, but they really were the driving force, these two little innocent humans. And now look at us. It's like, like I said, it's deep rooted. We're not friends. We're family at this point. So if Sheesh and I were to ever get into it again, like the mamas would definitely intervene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I mean, it helps so much, especially season nine, a postpartum, post pandemic season to have, even though we were still having some issues that season, but to be able to have someone on the show who was experiencing the same things that I was going through, it just made us that much closer too. Because I'm like, no one understands unless you push the kid out and then get thrown on national television a couple days later for me, no one else could understand that. So having Lala to lean on really helped me and it just grew our friendship so much closer so quickly. That's so great. Y'all have been through so much this year. How are you both feeling right now? How's le- little mental health check-in? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> my OCD, my anxiety, everything post scandal was at an all-time high. feel like I've been on this journey of figuring out what works best. Therapy, meditation, and as many snuggles with summer as possible. That's Aww. my That's my prescription. I love that, Sheesh. I feel absolutely fantastic. After Mm -hmm. everything went down this summer and just my life in general, I was able after, you know, we wrapped and even during the season to kind of take a step back 
and um, look at my life and where I wanted to be in it. And I feel like we're on a good road. I feel like we've all been on this journey with you and seeing you guys happy and healthy and, and just seeing you in the, the Vegas pick, it made me happy. Yeah, wow. it was so fun to be able to have both girls experience that together because the Rise Festival is like real life tangled. They have the floating lights and the lanterns in that movie and the girls love that movie. So having them both be able to see that together was really fun. It was amazing, except my mom got emotional and I can't even believe I'm going to admit this right now, but I'm going to work on my mouth for this reason. I try not to curse when when Ocean's anywhere near me, but she right. still clearly is picking up on things because my mom was crying about letting her lantern go and my daughter told her to shut the f*** up. <laughs> so that is funny. So funny. Oh my God. Okay. I'm like, so I, I didn't know if I should discipline because I didn't want to make a big deal of it. But yeah. also, my mom and I were laughing hysterically, which we also probably shouldn't do. I'm like, oh no. No, I cannot believe she's she's her mama. I was about to say she is a mini Lala. Like, yeah. So and then Summer, anytime I'm crying, she goes, No, mommy, be happy. Don't be sad. Oh, be happy. Be happy. Oh, oh, lovely. So her kid tells you to be happy, and I get emotional, and my kid tells you to shut the f up. <laughs> Suck up, babe. <laughs> it's oh. too good. They're mini me's for sure. Yes, for sure. You guys have said, like, you know, how you're both feeling, but looking back, how do you think your lives have changed? Because a lot happened. Speaking of podcasts, you know, it's been great for both of our podcasts. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've been so booked and busy this year, which, you know, is amazing for our family because we are working moms. Yeah. So uh, on the upside, it's been great for work. But yeah, I mean, it's been a lot mentally, but we got through it. We've got another great season under our belt. And just looking forward to some new things Lala and I are working on. We just did a recent brand partnership with Shark Ninja in New York. So just excited about all of the new things we have coming up. So tell us more about the partnership because we got to know you guys in the beverage space. So it really seems so fitting. And I know, Lala, you are like the beverage queen. You love your Pellegrino or your Perrier. Which one is it that you're like obsessed with? Well, it's, it was usually Perrier. And if they right. didn't have that, then I'd switch to Pellegrino. Yes. I'm very particular about my sparkling water. So when this partnership came to me, I was like, let's do a taste test because I'm not, I, I don't co-sign on anything that I actually, if I don't love it, right? I tried this and I'm co-signing fully. Really? My sparkling water is not just like my drink of choice. It's my lifestyle. I don't have many options to mm. choose from. Right. So it's like my comfort, my, my, like when I want to get buck wild, I can add mm -hmm. the flavors to my thirsty machine has made it so that I can also make a difference by like not having hundreds of cans go into my recycling bin right. or end up in a landfill. So it really has been like a saving grace. We have them in our homes here. And then Shish and I ordered them for our Palm Springs houses as well, because I don't think I could live without it now. My favorite is the energy one that they have specifically the peach mango. So good. That's it's amazing. perfect, especially if you're ditching the booze, right? Is that mm -hmm. what you're going to say, Lauren? Yeah, I was going to say that's amazing. And also that you guys need to bring it to BravoCon, especially the energy one. It's like, just have that somewhere and we can all just <laughs> run to it and look energy because we're going to need it. It's in a couple weeks yeah. and you guys yeah, are going to need it. Absolutely. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. 
Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. So we're going to wrap this up with you guys because we know you ladies are very busy with a Bravo Liberty rapid fire, okay? So you guys have been in the Bravo world for a long time. And as we approach BravoCon, which Lori and I will be there, hopefully we look forward to seeing you ladies. Um, We want to dig into your friendships outside of your cast. So in the Bravo universe, outside of yours. So you guys just answer what comes to mind. Bravo Liberty, you last texted. Dorinda Mudley. I made it nice. <laughs> Chino, what about you? Actually, no, I was going to say Kyle. No, I talked to Lindsay after Kyle. Oh, very good. Okay, Bravo Liberty, you hooked up with. Where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> um, Carl. Carl. Oh my God, I don't think I knew that. Mine's just James. James. I intend on keeping it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That. <laughs> okay. Bravo Lever, you're inspired by. Eric Lala. Oh, she I mean it. I tell you that. Literally, you do inspire me as a mom and a businesswoman. Like, you're the first name that comes to mind. I love you so much. I love you well, too. Well, she inspires me on a regular basis, but I didn't know that we were options. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> I love you, Sheesh. I love you too. Okay, a hard pivot Bravo celebrity that you have or had beef with. What's that girl's name who used to be on OC with the teeth? Oh, Dodd. Dodd. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where we went south, but apparently she thinks I look like Gollum. And then I saw the picture that she chose and I was like, I look like Gollum. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think it's easy to have beef with Kelly and you don't, you do not look like. No, you don't. You know I feel what? like mine's only been Vanderpump Rules cast. I can't think of a feud outside of my show. That's good. And you guys? Those are so nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I've pissed off some people on the podcast, but... But it's always Vanderpump cast. Usually, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I want to go back, Lala. You said Erica Jane inspires you. What about her inspires you? I just think what she has been going through and having to face what she faces and, you know, she's in the court system, so she's got to bite her tongue. She has to come across a certain way and people who have not been in that position look at her a certain way. And when I was watching, you know, I think it was a couple seasons ago, I kind of understood. I was like, she's catching the rap right of all these viewers but i know what's going on behind the scenes and she's not given a choice she still freaking shows up she still walks around with her head held high she's killing it in vegas i just admire a strong bitch yes you know yes i love that and has done dirty and it's like i'm unfazed baby well it's kind of like you too lala you have (laughs) risen from the ashes and you come out better than ever honey okay thank you so much for saying that both of you guys are strong bitches and we love you you. yes and absolutely i'm only friends with strong bitches sheesh you know that i know Same. Well, I think we ran out of time. I love you both so much. We're going to see you in a couple weeks at BravoCon. So we can't, Yay! Wait. can't wait. Vegas, can't baby. Wait. Thank Perfect. you for having us.
We love Thank you guys. You. We love your pods. And we hope to just follow in your footsteps. <laughs> I love you. You guys so are much. killing it already. So we're wishing you all the best of luck. Okay, Lauren, I love them. I just think they are cool chicks. I was about to say that. They're just like really cool, down-to-earth girls. That mm-hmm. They're girls' girls. They are especially Lala to me. I mean, Sheena totally is too. So Lala talking about loving Erica Jean just because she like loves women that are powerful and stand in their power. I'm just like so inspired by that. I think we don't hear enough of it. We don't. And I love that she, because that's also a polarizing opinion, right? Especially in the Bravo world. A lot Uh of A lot of people hate Erica. They love to hate on her. So I think for Lala to stand firm and like, look, Erica's been through some shit, right? At the end of the day, she, I think, did the best that she could. And so, yeah, I love that Lala is here for Erica Jane. I also, wait, I'm sorry. Did we know that Sheena and Carl hooked up? Because I oh my God, I'm obsessed with that. We should ask her if he was going to kiss her. Oh, shit. I mean, we're anti-Carl, though, right now. So it's like... Oh, I'm so anti-Carl. But we were... Listen, we've never been a fan of Carl. No. I think we can have him on this show one time. He just didn't want to be there. And we gave him a pass. And the second time was a little better. But now after what he's done to Lindsay, like, it's so obvious to me that we were right. Like, he's just not the most moral person. (laughs) But so whatever. Sheena now has Brock. We're good. You know, Carl, whatever. I just, I love the both of them. I feel like we could be friends with them. So maybe at BravoCon. Yes. We should hang out we should absolutely hang out with them we'll have a drink with them and a a perrier with lala and you know if you guys are wondering why we didn't go hard on vanderpump next season it's because the ladies want you guys to tune in they want you guys to see it and watch it live uh but they did say that life's been crazy since everything went down it's gonna be so good i'm kind of glad they didn't say anything because Same. no we have so many more months until we get to see the new season i'm kind of i'm over scandal so mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. if i want it to continue so i'm glad you know let's right it's on our toes what right I- we want more vanderpump but we're done with scandal a thousand and ten percent okay emily well this was our second episode i think it went great right i mean kill slay 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 gambleson and lola <laughs> and sheena and then our next week's guest so good wow so we are good. booked and busy and then we have BravoCon. booked and busy thanks for listening guys and as always like subscribe comment wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on instagram emily orosco tv oh we didn't and roll the r this time i, didn't, I, I know because i think i'm weird okay <laughs> okay and then just lauren herbert underscore See you guys next week. Bye. Housewives Nightcap by Access Hollywood is hosted and produced by Lauren Herbert and Emily Orozco. Executive produced by Rebecca Zamer and associate producer Matt Izzo with original music by Chris Keyes. Join us next week as we dive into the glamorous worlds of reality TV once again. Because who doesn't love a nightcap? 